All right, good evening. This is the last draw again, the podcast. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Anchor. Thank you for your sponsorship. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other podcasts as well as the other countries and listeners. So good evening, gentlemen and ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Today's podcast is going to be done today with my wife, my beautiful wife. She's here. I'm going to let her introduce herself. This is her first time on here. So this podcast is going to be a winner. Go ahead, <laughs> babe. Um, introduce yourself. Hey, guys. I go by Beautifully Belly. Um, I have a YouTube channel on YouTube <laughs> called Beautifully Belly. I talk about a lot of stuff, spiritual stuff, everyday stuff, hair vlogs hauls all that good stuff you know all the good stuff on um youtube our cat also has a youtube channel his name is pancake his channel is called hey it's me pancake and he just documents his life as a therapy animal okay so today's topic is going to be this generation's the new generations are not prepared for life yes the new generation is not prepared for life in 2020. Do you feel that they are or they are not prepared for life in 2020? I definitely feel like the newer generations are not prepared for life. I feel like everybody who's a millennial going back, you know, 70s, 60s, we, you know, the old school people, I feel like we're more prepared for life because we've been through a lot more trials and tribulations. For myself, I was an 80s baby, so the whole crack epidemic, that is enough right there um, that can cause you to, you know, get a strong backbone. You won't fold and bend easily. These kids nowadays, they don't know how to cook. They don't know how to wash clothes. Um, peer pressure gets to them. Social media gets to them. Cyberbullying gets to them. And I just feel like past generations, those type of things wouldn't get to us because we, we really went through real stuff. So that's why I feel like they're not prepared. How do you feel? I believe that I think the new generation... What generation is this one? So we're not talking about... Um, millennials, which is my generation. YX or something? Or YZ? No. We're talking, well, you know, early 90s babies, I would say that well, they might be prepared, but like late 90s and like 2000s, definitely no, no, no. So what generation is 2000? Um, I don't really know all the generations, but I can look it up for you really quickly. Okay, we we do do that a lot on podcasts anyway, so... Um, so I'm going to finish asking the question why you said you'll look it up. I believe that the generation now probably is kind of overconfident. I believe that they're not as hardworking as they think they are. Like, I agree. I believe, like, even the transportation. Like, I remember when I was going to high school, even though it was a couple blocks from my house, I still walked. I mean, I could have quit the bus. It's probably like a good 10 blocks. But I walk because it's just the enjoyment of walking. I don't believe that a lot of kids in this generation knows how to catch the bus, which is sad. They definitely don't know a lot about 
baseboard cleaning or dusting or spring cleaning or any other things of that sort probably. I'm noticing that a lot of things now are wrinkled, so I think this new generation like wrinkled clothes, so they're not really ironing, and they probably <laughs> don't know how to iron. I agree. And I also believe that, I don't know if there's anyone in this generation that really knows how to typically cook a meal. Not 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 hot dog, oodles and noodles, or boil egg. <laughs> like, fix a real decent meal that you can give to somebody else that's not in your family. So... I agree with that statement. Like a lot of people, well, first, before I jump into that, so I looked up the generations um, and it's funny because me and our oldest, well, one of our sons fall into the same <laughs> category, which is crazy. But anyway, you would be considered generation um, X, I believe. That's a cool one. I like that. Generation, Generation X. X. Hold on. I got it because I just looked it up. So Generation X. Yes. Generation X. There are the people from 1965 to 1980. So Generation Y is 1980s to 1999. And then so they're also called millennials. And then the new generation was called. um, um uh, It's called I generation generation Z so yeah it's a bunch so generation Z those are the all the 2000s and that's what I'm talking about I'm talking about the 2000 kids anybody born in 2000 I don't feel like y'all are prepared again y'all don't know how to wash clothes y'all don't know how to cook or y'all think y'all can cook but if you're just cooking for yourself and you're the only one eating it then you can't really criticize your own food okay you need to feed it to other people um to see how that goes another thing i don't believe that a lot of people born in the 2000s believe in marriage or even respect the idea of marriage um and i'm just going to piggyback off of one of my husband's ideas when he said that um they're not as hardworking as you know previous generations i think because social media is such a big thing that kind of made it easy for people to do stuff like pick up a video camera, record themselves, post it somewhere, and boom, they're making money. So they're not working as hard as our generation, but I, I would say that they were smart enough to take advantage um, of an opportunity. But as far as like going through any type of hard trials or tribulations, I don't, I don't know if they're equipped to, to deal with that. So Generation Z. That's me. And that generation. Oh no, you're Generation Z. I'm Generation Y. Sorry. Okay. So Generation, this the newer generation with the two minute songs and all this stuff. Uh mm huh. -hmm. The, um, they call them the mumbo rappers now. There's more yeah. mumbo rappers than anything, and I think um, Eminem said that too. I call him on that one. Um. Do you feel as though they have a standing chance out here in society if they had to stand out here by themselves? Hmm. Well, let's think about it. Now we're in a time where one, like we're we're making history right now. There's a pandemic going on. One, I would say that these kids don't even know what a pandemic is. 
too, as we can see, a lot of younger people was taking the coronavirus as a joke, thinking that their youth could save them, but we're finding out that's not true. Um, so do I feel like they're equipped? Was that the question? To handle something if something happened? Yes, on their own, without any No, support. no, they would definitely need support. Like, like I said, we're going through a pandemic. They wouldn't think about the preparation that older generations um, would know. Like for myself, I know if I went into my grandmom's basement, there were canned goods. Like there, there was a time when people always prepare for the worst, right? And I don't think that the newer generation would even take that in consideration. They just think that, you know, everything is about glitz and glamour and things like that. But there's more important things in the world than social media or, or taking pictures or Photoshopping. I would say the biggest issue that I find with um, the 2000s children, like when did it become, like when did it become not okay to be you? Like what makes them think if they put a picture on social media that they have to alter it? Like why the way, why isn't your appearance good enough? I believe that um, your self-esteem has a lot to do with why you feel as though your your yourself is not enough, or you're not pretty enough, or you're not handsome enough. It gotta be your self-esteem. Yeah. I, I was gonna try to put it on a lot of other places and a lot of things, but I can't. Well, I also think society plays a part in that as well, especially when it comes to women. Um, we have a lot of pressure on us from society if you look at you know the people in magazines the uh marketing ads they put up they 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 have a specific type of person and everybody's not going to be able to fit in that category no matter what they do so i think there's a lot of societal pressure that um make these kids bend and fold because it's like everybody needs to be a follower now like we need leaders if you're following everybody else, that's a problem. So that does, I think, come from self-esteem because you don't believe in yourself enough to say, well, th these are my beliefs, these are my morals, and they're good enough, and this is what I'm going to stick to. So, Well, <clears throat> let me hit you with this one then. So, um, I know we got Kanye and people think, uh, well, I'm not saying he would be a leader, but I'm just saying some people <laughs> just think that he has certain type of, they don't agree with everything he said, but I would put him before I would put, um, any of these new guys like baby, little baby, black Kodak, like, um, I can go on and on and on. Like. So you're saying, do I think Kanye is a better rapper than... The baby or... No, no, baby. no. I think... Or was it just a different think, type? Do you think that he has... Because Kanye has the capability to being something up than a rapper. Do you think any of these other guys have anything other than rapping? Like... Mm. See, the, the problem now when it comes to the whole rap game, it seems like people are more focused on how many drugs can you take versus actually making, producing, and putting out meaningful music yeah well you, not to cut you off go ahead go ahead go ahead 
I lost my train of thought. So. I'm sorry. That no, it's okay. All right. It's but okay. I did want to ask you because I did want us to have. I just was letting them know, like, coming soon, we probably going to have a podcast about drugs in America. We're going to sit down and discuss every last one of them that we know. And look at all these new ones, Crocodile and all these other crazy stuff. So that was just coming soon. I mean, I knew drugs was always like a part of the music industry. But like back in the day, (laughs) they talking about smoking a little weed, you know, drinking a little drink. Mm. They not talking about when I say drink, we not talking (laughs) about purple drink. We talking about like Hennessy or, you know, regular stuff. um, The OJs and the Whispers, you know, they wasn't talking about popping Percocet. No, no. I mean, the biggest thing out back then was quaaludes and i mean we they know what even, that was for yeah, but and they ain't singing about that too much no and i don't think people was just popping them things <laughs> like that either because again and i'm not trying to offend anybody but i just think that we we have a better grasp i mean i just look at the stuff that we went through and and anybody who was born in the 80s or the 70s or the 60s or whatever the case may be you can look about think about your childhood i remember Kids used to come to school with black eyes and they're like, oh, I fell. Like, people were really getting abused now. Nowadays, I think one of the biggest reasons, the biggest problem with these kids are that the parents are trying to be their friend. They're trying to be the cool parent. Back in the day, what, what did the parents say? I ain't your friend. I'm not your peer. I'm not your equal. Right. So it's like, you know, you're going to do what I say, but no, these people, they compromise with their kids. And, you know, if you beat your kid now, DHS gets involved and all that, all that, all that. So it's, it stems from a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think, well, when I was growing up, it was like, this is what I said. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. with my mom, grandma, grandfather, whoever, dad, anybody. Even uncles and aunts could give you a spanking back then. Neighbors. So you ain't have a lot of room for a lot of nut stuff. No. And, and, and um... Mm. Yeah, it was definitely a different time back then. Like, like mm. my husband said, it was more of a village-type community. You know what I'm saying? You see somebody kid doing something wrong as a neighbor, you check that kid and you take them home, you make sure they get checked. And then that kid not only has respect for their parent, but they have respect for their neighbors as well. Because now they know everybody's watching. But there's nobody watching these kids now. There's nobody watching them. And you know what I think now? This generation probably is the highest Percocet addicted generation ever on the face of Earth, probably. That's scary to me when you say... And Percocet has been out forever, over 100 years. Right, but I'm, well, I don't know about 100, but I would say this. It it infuriates me or it alarms me if you have to take a whole bunch of, to, of drugs to be creative. If you have to do that and you cannot be creative sober, then you might want to look into doing something else. Because one thing I will tell you, using drugs, the drugs are going to win. Okay, if you're not strong enough, drugs will take over. So you won't be rapping anymore. You're going to be so worried about getting your next perk, getting your next zanny, getting your next whatever the case may be. That's going to be your main focus. And that's why a lot of these rappers, these especially these younger guys, they're not staying in the game long because they're too focused on too many things at one time. So... 
And um, I agree with you. Uh, you was looking up how long was Perkins out? Yeah. I'll look it up. Why you keep it going? Okay, so now that we on that part, I guess I can go on. I'm just trying to see what part could it survive off of because I don't think they're critical thinkers. I, I think that, I'm not saying they can be, but I just think this generation, I don't see them thinking that critical. Meaning, like, if they was put in some life and death situations, I don't think they would get out of the death situations, and they probably wouldn't get out with the life ones neither. I think that <laughs> they believe with the internet tell them more than anything, because nobody want to read no more. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. If, if Facebook say, and and I know this to be true, if Facebook say something, then everybody on Facebook believes that that's supposed to be true. Or Instagram. Yeah, or any of them. That's why I said, oh, so Percocets, they, they've been around since the 1970s. Oh, that wasn't that long, but they are... This generation probably are the most abused Percocet generation ever to earth. And probably now we're going to say Molly's and Ecstasy. You know what it is, though? No. Because these children really don't have really good role models to look up to, right? So, like, yeah, everybody knows Dr. Martin Luther King. Da, 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 da. We had all that. Al Sharpton, um, you know, Jesse Jackson. We had all those people, right? There aren't really any strong leaders out there that's you know targeted towards these these uh younger generations to try to get them on track they're looking up to each other if one person is not on track then what makes you think that that's a good person to look up to but that is what ha- what that's what's happening and that's why everybody's falling down the same rabbit hole that's true um I mean, do you feel like knowing how to cook and clean and iron, or that's like, do you feel like those are essential skills that everybody should have? Yeah, I definitely think they're essential. I think there's a it's an asset as well. A lot of people don't believe that those things are necessary, but being able to function on your own by yourself without waiting on anybody, that's got to be under the definition of independence and independence is a great thing i agree so the ability to be able to do your laundry means you have the ability to do someone else's laundry the Mm -hmm. ability to be able to clean means you have the ability to be able to clean somebody else up or house or something being able to cook Gives you the ability to cook for others and yourself. And yourself, in case somebody get mad at you. And any little cells that you might have throughout the years that you have to cook for. So, all those things are necessary as a survival skill for life. Right. It's just like training. Like I feel like when we were little, washing the walls, washing baseboards, you know, cleaning out the refrigerator. Those things they were used as punishments. <laughs> At some time, but look, many, many years later, those are useful, useful skills. Like, you're going to have to know how to cook unless you're going to eat out every night. Then you have to run the risk. Did somebody spit in my food, do something to it? it, Like, who wants to deal with that? You should be able to cook. You should be able to budget money. You should be able to wash clothes. You should be able to do all those things because they're essential. It's like, 
I don't know. It's like people is just focused on doing it for the gram. And what does the gram really do for you? I don't know. That's what I was going to come up with next. Is the gram actually helping these people or hurting them? I feel like it's hurting them. One, because so many people spend so much time on social media trying to figure out what other people are doing or putting their business up or trying to portray like they're doing something that they're not. I feel like it's a bunch of wasted time. You should be doing other things with your life other than scrolling, creeping, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is a waste of time. I think that sometimes now I see, like, because it wasn't before, like, this is going to go along. This podcast, we're going to have to end up cutting it soon, but it's going to go a nice little while because the conversation is so long that this type of conversation ain't even a one or two day conversation. It's almost like a seminar because what I was about to say was I was just going to go on um, just to... I'm, I'm, it was so so much stuff. I'm just trying to figure out what which one I want to go on there because I had it right there. Well, the social when it comes to social media, um, uh, I was thinking about the catfish thing. Like before, mm-hmm. it wasn't no catfish. Right, everything was done straight up. Like, and we can put one and one together really quickly to be like, this is not a person. Like, this is not this, who you think that, it is. You didn't need catfish to come out to figure you, that out. You you was in the and then I'm just saying like. Even the whole mentality, just sitting there listening to what somebody's saying. I don't believe that this generation is supposed to be brighter and smarter. Is smarter than the past generations because if somebody's talking to me about somebody you never seen, <laughs> and this is your boyfriend for one or two and three and four or five years, that you never seen this person, you ain't never go out on a date, you ain't never go nowhere, no, oh my goodness, like how could you even be in a relationship like that? How can that? you be in love with somebody? How can you send somebody a coin? Yeah. But the other problem with social media is that when these younger people have problems, what do they do? The first thing they do is run the social media and they're arguing oh, yeah, back and yeah, forth yeah, online. Yeah, yeah. Just remember that everything you put online is there forever, whether you delete it or not, okay? And now, employers actually look up people's social media. So, you might want to be careful about what you put out there. Again, oh, once yeah. you put Lawyer, it out, that's it. Lawyers do, too. If you yeah. get in a car accident or a case, let them fall, whatever. They do go to the YouTubes, Facebooks, and all that. MySpace, Black Planets, and any other. He said MySpace and Black Planets. If anything else they can find, they're going to look it up. Yeah, so. So the Instagram, I'm on it with other people's stuff, acting like it's my stuff. Like, I didn't know so many people that told me so many different things. Like, and then they get on there and people actually believe, like, this person got all this stuff or they got all these cars and stuff. And then the other people probably who know these people who they ain't, who are not on there, they like, this person's a liar. It's just too much like lies on the internet that's true that's true too many fake people too many phony people Mm. main reason why i'm not on social media actually i had a facebook account we just went through this a couple weeks ago my my facebook was um inactive for like over a year somebody just decided to say okay well i'm gonna be beautifully belly now they hacked my account did whatever they did and, um, yeah, now I can't get a Facebook account forever, which is fine with me. Yeah. I'm I, sure it was a young person who did that. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. 
I mean, because they're the ones who depend on these uh, um, Facebooks and Snapchats and all this stuff. And that's why they always be getting in trouble. I think social media didn't do anything but um, produce a stronger breed of scammers. Hmm. That might be true. Yeah, so. And people want to post on there, I'm leaving, going to the Bahamas. That's how their houses was getting broken. Yeah. These guys want to put drugs and guns on there. Then as soon as they get in a situation where they use their gun or had drugs on them, they go right to that, and that's why they're getting more time, too. They're keeping themselves in jail. Mm-hmm. Or they go on a run and they post everything on Facebook <laughs> or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm here. And they had a location on. And mm-hmm. then it's like, what is going on? Why would you commit a crime and then go and put it on social media? What is wrong with you? What happened to whatever is done in the dark will come to the light? Y'all just putting it in the light right away. Y'all not even letting people investigate to find out. First 48 up. They done found you and convinced you all in five hours. <laughs> yeah. And um, recently, which was, it was I think it was last year, because time moving so fast, when Pop Smoke put his uh, address or his address was seen on a gram or something oh by accident, and then next thing we know, people are at his house killing him. Mm. Like, yeah, people look into pictures that much that you got to make sure any sensitive information is covered up you really have to do your license plate now your address medicine bottles shipping labels any and everything you have to make sure it's covered and this generation says that they're never jealous but jealousy and envy i see is at an all-time high right now i never seen as many jealous people in the world i didn't Mm -hmm. even know it was that many jealous people to the point where if you got some i'm not even going to hustle and try to get more I'm going to come kill you, and you won't have it, and I won't have it either. Yeah. It's just, it's it's too vanity-based, and that's an issue. I mean, Hmm. I'm not going to say anything, but this could be happening for a reason. Maybe somebody's trying to tell us something. Well, the corona is definitely a a working tool. It's definitely a loudspeaker right now. A lot of people still don't want to listen, but a lot of people are listening, too. You know, unfortunately, a lot of young people now are getting strokes from the coronavirus and they'll be listening soon, too. Yeah, please do. Please make sure you're washing your hands for 20 seconds, singing the happy birthday song twice with soap and water, with hot water. Because another thing, they like to wash dishes in cold water. Cold water does not kill germs, okay? I guess we're about to wrap this up. So I'm just going to plug my channel in one more time. If you guys would like to follow me on my journey, once again, my channel is Beautifully Bailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y. And our cat's um, YouTube channel is Hey, It's Me Pancake. Can you um, also real fast tell them um, as far as your degrees you have? Um, I have three degrees. I have my associates, my bachelor's, and my master's degree. Okay, so once again, this educated conversation wasn't on me. It was my wife, and I was just there because I don't have no degrees, but I do know a little wincy bit, but she has it degrees to back it all up, and then that's the sense of the sense. So once again, um, we definitely will have to get back to y'all soon. This is a beautiful evening. You have a blessed day. Be safe. Like she said, wash your hands. Keep your mask on. Put your gloves on. Stay safe. And thank y'all again for listening in.
And she will be on here again soon. Thank you.